John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Theme tune time. Let's go, John. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. I told you there's no way I'm singing. Come on. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. Yeah. John and Sam in Japan. Never gonna happen. And put your clothes back on, it's just weird. Ah, never! John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Welcome to the show! Here's John. And here's Sam. And this is John and Sam in Japan. The international comedy podcast. That's right. We're a little bit late this month. Yeah, well, I've been sick. And I'm an international party animal. (laughs) Yeah, well, actually, yeah, last weekend I was uh, watching rugby with my... brothers (laughs) brothers <laughs> but uh before that before that i was very very sick it's uh it's the sickest Are i've you... been for quite well i don't i wouldn't say ever because i've had other flu type things but yeah i got some sort of stomach bug where i was just vomiting non-stop for like three days basically i, I became sick on tuesday night and so tuesday wednesday sort of tuesday night wednesday thursday friday i was really really ill but the previous sunday in england it was a bank holiday on the monday and i'd been to watch my football team's last ever home game in the premier league and it was against man united and we drew 1-1 and we'd had a huge night um and i'd uh, fallen over at one point and smashed my face on a stool so i had a black eye when i went to school on tuesday which <laughs> Uh, this is the uh, future of the education system in the UK, ladies and gentlemen. Your kids are not in safe hands. Well, it's quite funny because I'd seen some of my year 10 students at the football. Uh, you know, me and my friends were all drinking and jumping up and down and getting excited. And they were a few rows in front of us. So when I rocked up to school on Tuesday with a black eye, the word sort of circulated that I was a hooligan <laughs> who'd been fighting He's with Man United fans. <laughs> yeah. um, but then... I started feeling um, I started feeling a bit ropey on Tuesday kind of yeah evening and then I just then it just all started coming out but at first my mum was just like oh it's just a delayed hangover which was quite yeah the problem when you uh, you're fond of a drink is that when you're actually sick people are less likely to believe that you're really yeah. sick well luckily I mean not for her but luckily my sister-in-law then caught it and my cousins had it and it seems to have just gone around <laughs> Good evidence. The worst thing was, because I was with my brother on the Sunday night and we'd come home and on Mon- oh, Tuesday night, my mum came kind of upstairs going, were you fighting? Because obviously I had a black eye. She was like, were you fighting on um, Sunday? And I was like, no, I and you know, look at my knuckles. I wasn't fighting. <laughs> well, or she should have rephrased it. Did you get beaten up on Sunday? <laughs> yeah. Did you get beaten up on Sunday? And um, And, you know, I was like, no, of course not. And then she went, well, listen to this. And, you know, I went downstairs and she pressed the answer form message. And there's like this answer form message. uh, It was like a robot voice saying, um, you know, there was an incident on the early hours of Monday morning. This is your criminal reference number. Please get in contact with (laughs) us. And at that point, I'll be honest, I did kind of go, oh, my God, what what have I done? Maybe I Um, did. So, yeah, so I was for about a minute, I was thinking, oh, flipping heck I could be in deep trouble here but I was pretty positive I hadn't done anything but I was thinking 
I don't also remember getting home. Um, I love the is the the scan when you go back through and it's like oh. like scanning computer files for corruption. <laughs> <laughs> well, me and my brother had come home separately. Like I'd got home about two, and he didn't get back till about five. So there was a sort of window where we'd been separated. And I was thinking, I don't remember doing anything bad. But um, I googled the number because it wasn't a local telephone number. I googled it, and luckily it came up as a scam on Google saying, "You ring that number oh, back." Really? You ring that number back, and they've just got you on hold for an hour or whatever, and they just, you know, they're raking in the money. So five was, pounds a minute or something. Yeah, but it was quite scary. Clever, for... clever. That's clever. Yeah. <laughs> I was just what the chances of it happening as well. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're thinking big game in Huddersfield at town centre. There's yeah. gonna be uh, a few people taking the bait there. I think. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was quite a scary experience. How about you? Have you been getting into any scrape? <laughs> well, I had uh, I went for a haircut today. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same level of rock and roll, really, isn't it, Sam? Our, our lives <laughs> yeah. are the same level of rock and roll. <laughs> Literally scraped my neck, <laughs> and I went. Uh, I, it's getting warm here, so I wanted to get. I got a bit of a shorter cut than usual, and I said to the guy, oh, "I want it pretty short around the sides and on the top." And then after he'd done like the, the majority of the work, he said, "You did the old, you know." How does it look? And I could see there was two things I wasn't quite happy with. Your face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. the picture of uh, the model that I thought I would turn into hadn't quite materialised. <laughs> but the, the sides weren't as short as I thought they could have been. And the fringy bit was too long. But I felt, and this is co- classically British, uh, <laughs> didn't feel like I could complain about both things. So <laughs> I had to sort of... <laughs> in a split second decide which one was more important so i said oh if you could just possibly wouldn't mind just taking tiny little tiny bit more off the front that'd be good (laughs) so he did that so now i've got a short fringe and baggy sides of my hair (laughs) and uh, i told him i told him as i was exiting exiting the shop that he had done a marvelous job (laughs) and will you go back there yeah of course i will (laughs) (laughs) very british yeah, I know. It's cheap. It's cheap. <laughs> yeah, I I'm expecting him to spend much longer on it than I'm paying him to do so. so. But if only I had a hairstyle like yours where that wasn't a... Uh... An issue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, that, now that you've mocked me for being bald, what's on today's show? <laughs> we have the return of Pants on Fire. And we've got some stand-up comedy from Dave Borden. But of course, first, this... This is JNSNJ News. Time some news. John, what have you got for me? Um, well, this is another tale involving uh, an animal. Tale being the operative word. It, this is from uh, Sky News. <laughs> Sorry, I just uh, got to get my joke ready. I, <laughs> I thought you had it. I thought you had it laminated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Engraved it on uh, some <laughs> platinum. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, to be honest, the headline basically gives away the entire story. <laughs> so, well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to leave blanks in the headline. I want you to try and guess what, how much is involved. So it says dog swallows X amount of pounds worth of £20 notes and it costs the owners X amount of pounds in vet bills. So what do you think? How much money are we talking about? And, well, I'll, so, t- I'll tell you, the dog the dog is a nine-year-old Labradoodle. 
which makes me hate it just because <laughs> so it's a cross it's a cross between a labrador and a poodle i'm guessing oh god i quite like so labradors much... but i completely hate poodles so right how um, much do you reckon so, uh, 20 pound so notes it, it ate and it ate, it ate uh it ate a certain number of 20 pound notes it's swallowed uh, so yeah it's swallowed so I reckon it could probably eat ten or fifteen. So let's go two or let's go two hundred and fifty quid. That would be impossible on twenty pound notes. <laughs> let's go had uh, had a half two two hundred and sixty quid. Oh, so you're a hundred quid too much. So it's dog swallows oh. one hundred and sixty pounds worth of twenty pound notes. Still be annoyed. Um, Yep, and do you want to guess how much it cost in vet bills? Oh, right. So what what were what procedures were necessary? Did, hang on, you haven't chosen a story here where the dog dies. No. <laughs> Try to keep it lighthearted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, it says, uh, Ozzy, the nine-year-old Labradoodle, uh, pounced when an envelope containing cash was pushed, pushed through the letterbox of Neil and Judith's right home in London or North Wales. Um, it doesn't say why money was being pushed through their door, which makes me think the police should possibly go and have a knock on their door. Yeah, definitely drug dealers. <laughs> yeah. Although what sort of what sort of community is it where you drug dealer, you post the money through the letterbox? <laughs> <laughs> unless it, unless it's like a steel reinforced door. But it said, <laughs> so Judith says someone owed orders money and popped it through the letterbox for us and that's how Ozzy got hold of it. Um, it said they paid... £130 to induce vomiting in the dog. She ah. said uh, she said the, the practice often deals with dogs who'd eaten things they shouldn't, including toilet items and socks, but it was the first time they'd treated an animal who had scoffed cash. As well as the notes, mm. Ozzy, also, Ozzy also threw up a plastic money bag and a circular money clip. Definitely drug dealers. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> miss- <laughs> and a condom full of uh, unknown white substance. <laughs> Yeah, and a handgun with gold uh, <laughs> handles. Yeah. Uh, he said they threw up. Uh, he said, Mr. Wright said that the money Aussie threw up and ate uh, and the cost of seeing the vet, they were almost 300 quid out of pocket. But he said well, they were able to claim the- some of the money back by taking the notes back to the Bank of England. Oh, really? So he said, yeah. Are there pictures with the article? There are, so we'll we'll attach those as a link. Um, you can see these are half digested um, twenty pound notes of the Queen. It looks like an album cover for like a punk band. <laughs> <laughs> Queen feed a yeah. deer dog. <laughs> um, there's a link to a different. Well, it's not a link. It's in this same story. It says in April a dog entered undergo life saving emergency after swallowing a video game. <laughs> So he found out he'd swallowed a Nintendo DS cartridge. Do you want to guess what guess what the game was? <laughs> um, was it Doggy Kong? It's <laughs> rubbish. <laughs> no, that's good. That's actually quite good. <laughs> Are we going to end on so, that? <laughs> well, I'm quite proud of that one. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure you don't want to get your laminate out and say? <laughs> well, I tell you what, in the in the spirit of friendship, why don't you go for it? Well, I guess that's the end of that tale. <laughs> that was J and S in J News. Howdy y'all, Bob here from Bob's English, the most well-known English language school in the Tokyo area. 
We are currently accepting applications for new students. Why should you study here? Well, heck, I'll tell you why. Some of our teachers are native English speakers. Hell, some of them even went to university. Or at least some fancy pants high school. At Bob's English, you can learn all the important grammar stuff. We'll teach you loads of words, and even what them words mean. Get to our website and remember, at Bob's English, you can learn to speak English proper. Pants on fire, you're a liar, you're no Alright, and now it's time for Pants on Fire. So Sam, you're going to tell me a story and try and pull the wool over my eyes. So go on then, Sam, what have you got for me? Well, at the moment, in my house, I currently have 30 to 40 onions. Well, I know that you do have a French-style t-shirt that you like to wear every now and again. (laughs) Are they they on a string? (laughs) Yes, yeah, they're hanging up next to my beret. Um, Are they a present from your mother-in-law? That's something that Uh, Japanese mother-in-laws might just do. (laughs) Yeah, no, that I don't think we got any from the mother-in-law. But right now, it's kind of the springtime. The this onion season, and so they're they're not spring onions. (laughs) Some of they're not one variety. There are variety, and I could say that some of them do look. They're not just spring onions, but they're kind of like baby onions are in there. Shallots, maybe, there would be. Um, right. Ooh. Yeah, I do. I watch a bit of Ramsey from time to time. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's springtime here, and a lot of my neighbours have uh, like little uh, allotments and farms and things. And, yeah, so we've just been gifted a lot of onions from various people. Uh, they're very easy to grow, and they grow abundantly, so people are very generous are with you- them. Are you going to give them to your family, your mother-in-law and stuff? Or? Well, yeah, actually, just a minute ago, before we started recording, I was outside and I saw the guy who lived across the road from me and he gave me a bunch of four, I uh, know, must have been about eight or nine uh, mini baby onions, he called them. And then I went round to my back garden and my other neighbour, my next door neighbour was in, the, in her garden and I tried to give her half of them. And she said, no, I've got too many onions at the moment myself. And I said, I said, have you got any baby onions? She said, no. I said, why don't you just take one baby onion? And she's like, yeah, no, I've got too many onions. So basically that my whole neighbourhood at the moment is drowning in onions. People are just trying to give them away. Your onion is worth nothing in this neighborhood <laughs> well i have an onion allergy so i uh, <laughs> keep away I'm, yeah but are you telling me this story because you want me to stay away from your house <laughs> <laughs> it was made up by my wife <laughs> yeah. um, right well i'm gonna say it's although japanese people are very generous with their vegetables um you said 30 to 40. I'm going to say it's false. No, it is definitely true. Oh, you got me again. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would like to go and count them, but like I said, I mean, the guy across the road a minute ago, he just gave me probably like, yeah, nine, ten onions. So that was in one go. And we've had them off several people, so we've probably got even more than that. Uh, so we've got a big box of onions that we can't get rid of. <laughs> uh, do you have a soup maker? Uh, yeah, I've got a blender. Yeah, onion, onion soup. soup's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you could put um put put a piece of string through two of them and just play giant conkers. <laughs> that is an amazing idea. John and Sam's Top Tip. Hi, I'm Sam, and this is my top tip. If you receive too many onions and you need to know what to do with them, when you're crying about how depressing your life is, cut them, and that'll give you an excuse to be crying. You're welcome. Yo, Johnny McBee and Samuel T, two Brits took a shit over a cup of tea. Probably a spot of milk and a crumpet, please. But there's something else cooking in the kitchen. Could someone answer the burning question? Time for the burning question. John. As anyone, oh, hang on, I should probably remind people what it was. Uh, the bunny question yeah. was, um, what is the angriest you've ever seen a stranger? John, has anyone been in touch? Yeah, we had a couple of people get in touch with this one. So Sarah got in, uh, Sarah from America got in contact via email and she said uh, she was in a posh part of Hollywood and she saw somebody pull up in a very expensive car. Like she didn't know, but it was like a one of those top down. And as they got out of the car, this little dog that they had had shit all over the <laughs> the seats. And the the guy went absolutely berserk at this tiny little chihuahua. Um, much to everybody else's amusement. <laughs> I'd have paid money to see that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean that ticks every single box doesn't it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it does and anybody else or uh yeah yeah we had uh, there was an, another email in uh from stuart in australia uh he said he's not sure uh he's not sure if this is the angriest he's ever seen a stranger but he said it happened this week so it's fresh in his mind <laughs> he said uh in the lunch cafeteria man, man buys food food drops on floor man screams at food <laughs> we can all appreciate that oh yeah anything Um, else we had yeah we had uh, rob got in touch on twitter and he said that uh, he was on a flight from dubai back to the uk and there was a family and there was an old uh, old guy sat in front of them and the kids kept kicking his chair and the (laughs) the guy's the guy stood up and went full on uh, racist tirade, Ooh. which then caused, yeah, which then caused the plane to be diverted to somewhere in Germany. Oh, <laughs> wow! <laughs> that, so, is, that is truly uh, anger. 
Yeah, well, Rob said that uh, the kids were being knobs, and he then, being a gentleman, offered to swap seats with the old man, but by then it was too late because he just completely lost it. Uh, <laughs> the di- I, I just, I've, I've just got a feeling the diverted plane is going to uh, win this burning question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How about for you? Yeah, this wasn't... Um, I, I saw a guy... It, this was more of like an acquaintance. It was a guy I worked with, but I didn't know. I, when I was an English teacher at, at a previous uh, job, I was doing a help shift in another school. And uh, this guy, he was a slightly older guy, American or Canadian, I'm not sure, but he was teaching a group of kids and he was having a very, very difficult time with a group of kids. And in the <laughs> uh, in the uh, classrooms, they had partitions and the bottom part of the partitions were solid, but the top half were windows so you could see through. And I don't know, I was probably about 20 or 30 metres away and I couldn't really hear what he was saying, but through the glass partitions, I could just see his face and it was so red and he was screaming it, screaming at these kids and there was like spit flying everywhere. So it was probably one of the most satisfying things I've ever seen because I was sat there teaching like a lovely uh, housewife or something and he was having a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about for you uh, i think i've seen loads of people lose it especially being a teacher and stuff but i um one that i remember that still makes me laugh to this day was when i was in manchester when i was just i think i just graduated university so i was working uh in a company and i was walking back to the station and as i crossed i pressed the um the traffic signal the button to, to cross the road and as it went green what's the word what do we call that the zebra crossing the green yeah, man yeah, yeah, what do we call yeah. it pedestrian crossing God. pedestrian crossing I pressed the button and it changed and I went across and the guy had just had to slam on his brakes because it was obviously now a red light <laughs> and he, he went absolutely mental and he started um punching his steering wheel and but then but then the airbag went off and it was the funniest thing i've ever seen and i i just uh me and i was with a i was with a girl who i worked with and we we just cried we laughed and we just he, he just completely lost it um still to the day one of the funniest things i've ever seen yeah, a guy lose it so hilarious. much he uh, punched his own airbag off <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That that is that is literally it blowing up in your face. Yes, literally blowing <laughs> up in your face. Excellent. <laughs> it's international. All right, and now it's time for this episode's comedy. We're going to feature stand-up from a comedian called Dave Borden. Uh, he's from Liverpool. He specialises in one-liners. I've gigged with him. He's a very, very funny guy. I think you're going to enjoy this a lot. All right, we're having a good night. <laughs> yeah, it was good. <laughs> you might not think it's a look at me, but uh, back in school, I was known as the guy who would hold his own in a fight. Thanks for laughing. Uh <laughs> Not because I was any good at fighting, just because I learned early doors. No one wants to touch you if you're already touching yourself. <laughs> or so my ex-girlfriend used to say. <laughs> I'm not much of a fighter. I'm not much of a fighter, to be honest, but I'm not much of a lover either. I know they say you're normally one or the other, a lover or a fighter, but I'm not. Although my technique for both is pretty similar. 
curl up in a ball. Pray they don't touch my face or genitals. <laughs> Have we got anyone in who's doing a uh, dry January? Yeah, you sound fucking happy about it as well. On the, on the party table. <laughs> I'm, actually, uh, I'm actually trying to give up drinking myself um, because one of my mates told me that drinking too much can give a man breasts. Uh, but it's a double-edged sword because it's only thanks to drinking that I got to touch my first pair of breasts. <laughs> An only pair of breasts. I did that joke at a gig in Barrow recently. I said, I'm not drinking because I've heard drinking too much can give a man breasts. And a guy on the front row went, too late. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm over it now. I think I'm sensitive about my weight. Um, I think, you know, I'm a little bit body conscious. I don't like saying that I'm uncomfortable in my own skin, but that's because I've got the kind of face that says, so let me try yours. <laughs> so for the new year, I'm on a bit of a weight loss journey, but the problem there is, as a kid, I learned whenever you're going on a long journey, you fucking pack snacks. <laughs> it's not helping. The other problem is I was a kid in the 90s and anyone who was a kid in the 90s will know. <laughs> Anyone who was a kid in the 90s will know uh, that you could have any toy you wanted as a kid in the 90s if you were willing to eat enough crisps or cereal to get it. <laughs> That's been my downfall. I'm obsessed with watching The Apprentice, but work have told me it's really creeping her out. My girlfriend and I have just moved into our first house together. Thank you. People keep saying weird things to us now, like, oh, won't be long, soon you'll be wanting little ones. Nope, we'll stick to a regular-sized house, please. <laughs> <laughs> Before doing this, I wanted to be a musician. I even took guitar lessons for a little while, but I was rubbish at it. I said to my guitar teacher, what seems to be the problem, you know, why, why aren't I getting it? And he said, well... You seem to be struggling with the fingering. And I said, it probably would help if you packed that in, yeah. <laughs> My guitar teacher, he was, a, he was a weird bloke. I remember asking him, what's this little control with all, the, with all the numbers on at the side here? He said, well, that's the volume knob. I thought, all right, Dick, I was only asking. <laughs> If music didn't work out, I was going to try and open my own chain of clothes shops, which I'd call UR, and I'd only open right by next. <laughs> Make a lot of people on the high street real fucking paranoid. Or open between a John Lewis and a next. Play the waiting game. <laughs> He'll be worth it. In my school, we had a rule that we had to stand up if the teacher came but I don't think we should have been allowed to sit in their laps in the first place. <laughs> Dave Borden there, great stuff. I really enjoyed that. Uh, you can follow Dave on Twitter at Dave Borden 4. Uh, that's Dave B-A-W-D-E-N. Four. <laughs> um, also, uh, Dave is currently a finalist in the Manford's new stand-up comedy competition. 
Uh, <laughs> it's Manford's right. new act but competition. Can I just say, 2019. I, 10 seconds ago, John and I had a conversation about this. I said, I'm not going to remember the name of that competition. He said, yeah, it's easy. And I haven't remembered it. So it's I'm right. But you say it. You say what he's the finalist in. Okay, so he's a current finalist in the Manford's, as in the comedian Jason Manford, Manford's new act competition 2019. And good luck to you, Dave. Yeah, uh, good luck. I think he'll do very well. Yeah, if that set was anything to go by, then yeah, I think we have a potential winner on our hands there. I hope he remembers us yep. once he's uh, famous. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, so that just leaves me to say uh, thanks to everyone else uh, who was involved in today's show. Uh, Matt Perkins for all his help, Ruben of VM, of course. And uh, yeah, of course, to all you guys listening out there. Uh, make sure you tell everyone. Keep telling people. I feel like you're not telling enough people. Uh, and we joined Instagram. Oh, yeah, we did. Yes, we have been... <laughs> we have been we being the operative word you joined Instagram <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did yes. I can't say that we've been overly active on Instagram so far but yeah certainly we're on there <laughs> uh, how about next episode's burning question uh, well well, I had a thing this week where at school I caught one of my year 10 boys purposely ruining an experiment by mixing a chemical which ruined it for everybody else uh, but he got caught and he tried to deny it but I saw him do it so in the end he had to go yeah I did it so the burning question is what's the what's the naughtiest thing you've ever done at school and got away with ah got away with got away with it has to be the got away with uh, that's good okay I like it <laughs> uh, anything else no I think that's all alright catch, catch you later, later. It is time to go, that's the end of the show. If you liked it, write a review. Five stars or F you. And if you want to get in touch, we'd like that very much. Send a tape of your comedy, not a tape, just an mp3. Send us some comedy or a song that is funny. Send us your favourite bit. But we don't want your dick pics. It is time to go. That's the end of the show. Tell your friends and your family. Or even the people you're married. You should join in. Answer the burning question Send a new story Preferably something we can pun about We're on the social media sites Facebook and Twitter day and night It's John and Sam in Japan at gmail.com And if you do this then maybe, just maybe Sam will put his clothes back on John and Sam in Japan The international comedy podcast You know, uh, every time you say oh yeah, we'll put a link to that in the show notes or we'll put that photo in the show notes. Yeah. You know what that means? Like me. And I never do it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so nobody's seen a picture of that guy dressed as a dog? No. <laughs> Unless they hunted it down themselves. <laughs>